Welcome to Brews Rock, your ultimate backstage pass to the captivating tales behind your beloved brews. Get ready for an immersive journey into the craft brewing universe every Friday, where we'll uncover the secrets and inspire you to be part of this extraordinary community. Hi, I'm Adrian. Welcome to a very special episode of Brews Rock. Today, we're joined by three of the amazing women leading the Greensboro chapter of the Pink Boots Society. This year, Greensboro has the honor of hosting the sixth annual Beer to Femme Beer Festival. Come join us on the couch and we'll tell you all about it. We're going to start off the episode by asking who you are, how you're involved with Pink Boots, and yeah, just go around the room like that. Okay. Hi, I'm Molly. Yeah, I'm Molly Ashline. I have been a Pink Boots member for about a year and a half now and have worked in like service industry for probably 15 years now and like more on the brewery side of things for about two or three years. I've been a taproom manager. I've worked with mobile canning. I've like bartended and I guess that's like a little bit about me. Was there a follow up question? Is that it? <laughs> no, I think that, yeah, I no, that's sure good. I, all the yeah. Points. Okay. Yeah. I got into it because it's the best money with the best people. Yeah. How did you get drinks. introduced with yeah. Pink Boots? Oh, yeah. yeah, the best drinks. Uh, Pink Boots, I was a tapper manager for a brewery that shall not be named. And I was like, I need to like get more involved with what's going on as we're starting to open this brewery. And came across Pink Boots. And Hannah, who's my best friend, is also in Pink Boots. So I was like, let's do this together. And yeah, it's just everything has been avalanching or snowballing from there where have gradually learned more about the organization and taken on more responsibility and have really like found a home and like community in the chapter in Greensboro. They were super supportive of me when I decided to get away from toxic workplace and continue to be. That's awesome. My name is (laughs) Hannah Feeder. I work at Oding Brewing Company as a bartender over there. Been there for it'll be probably about three and a half years now. I joined Pink Boots about a year and a half with Molly Got into the service industry 11 years ago. So from the time I was able to start working, I've been in the industry and it's been very rewarding and it's been a super educational experience in like several different capacities. One of the owners, Jan Oden, and her daughter, M.G. Oden, who also works at as a marketing director at Oden Brewing Company, introduced me to Pink Boots and asked if I wanted to be involved. And so I did. And Immediately, it was a gratifying experience, and it was awesome to get to be around people who were like-minded and interested in the same things and all wanted to work towards the same goal. So since then, I've been pretty heavily involved. One thing with Hannah, too, is that Odin pays for your membership, right? Which is awesome. Some breweries do. They'll pay for Pink Boots membership for their employees, and some don't. So you're at a good one for that. <laughs> and I am Tiffany. <laughs> Just start talking. <laughs> Tiffany Lemaire. I work at Tap Hopper Canning. I do wholesale and logistics. And they were actually my first job in the craft beer industry, and I've just stuck with them. Next week is actually like my four-year anniversary, work anniversary. So I've been in the industry about four years. Before that, I did a lot of service industry stuff, taught English as a second language, was a photographer for 11 years. I've just done random stuff. But Pink Boots, I guess I got involved when the Greensboro chapter had kind of fizzled out and LaShonda wanted to revive the chapter. That's our former chapter president. And she's now on the Pink Boots board. 
and she wanted to revive the chapter. So she was just reaching out to a lot of people that she knew in the industry, a lot of women. And I was like, yeah, I don't know why I haven't joined. I should join. (laughs) So that's when I joined was just to try to get the chapter reestablished and get membership back up. And Hannah and I are chapter co-leads right now. Molly's our scholarship liaison. When we talked to LaShonda way at the beginning of doing the yeah, podcast. Yeah, did one with her. Yeah. <laughs> we touched base on how the Greensboro chapter needed revitalization. And we talked a little bit about what she's doing. But I'd like to hear from y'all in your experience, starting from the beginning of that revitalization moment, What's the growth been like? Yeah, I think the only members that were in the previous chapter that are still in our chapter are Carmen and MG. I think they were in the pre-COVID chapter and then all the rest of us are newbies. So we've just had to create roles for everybody that wanted to have some kind of leadership role and then start trying to do meetups every month and do collab brew days. I think we did maybe six this year. We just had a one six Monday. collabs. Yeah. yeah. Most we've been, of them we've been averaging, beginning. I think, like one a month. That's um, crazy. Yeah. That's busy. But now we yeah. got to get, <laughs> try to get the fall ones because we don't have any plan for the fall yet. Yeah. So we've had a lot of like really positive encouragement from the local breweries <laughs> that are willing to do collaboration brew days with us. So that's awesome. Yeah. I think on like the first meeting I went to, LaShonda was like very transparent about like the fact that the chapter was really small and she was working hard on growing it and keeping it open, but that like we did need to like come together as a group and do these things and show up to meetings and tell National that we were showing up to meetings and do these collaboration brew days. And I think her excitement about that at the first meeting was like really motivating to me. Yeah, it just grew from that. So I really appreciate her like sticking with the chapter so that we are able to do Beard of Femme for mm-hmm. the sixth year and host it, which is a really big honor. And also we're learning a lot and it's a lot of responsibility, but I'm glad that they trusted us as not like fledgling, but smaller chapter to be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. I think following up on both of your points, it's been like a really interesting experience for us all to start from like where LaShonda did an awesome job and has been a great at guiding us. I mean, it's been a learning experience. It's taken a while to grasp where we are and where we need to be and how to get to where we want to be. But I'd say in the last year, we've made a huge amount of progress and have had awesome communication and have all been supportive of each other and taken all of the different experiences that we have and figured out what how we can implement those into creating a more successful chapter. Yeah. I think to Hannah's point about it being a learning experience, like I think as women, we have maybe come into situations feeling the like burden of pressure of needing to be on top of it and know how to do something from the get go so that people don't doubt your capabilities. Almost Um, like guilt about not being already there. Exactly. And I think with a group like this, since we're all women coming together for the purpose of learning and educating ourselves, I think we can take those opportunities to practice patience and grace with each other and just be like, it's okay if we don't know this, like we can reach out to other people or we can just like stumble and make the mistakes along the way. And that's been like really positive for me at least. And that's a really good point too. I feel like not just in this industry, but in general, like it's so easy, especially as you get older, you're like, I don't know anything about anything, but the reality (laughs) is nobody really knows anything about anything. We all are just winging it until we figure it out. But you can't get there until you splash around and figure it out on your own. But it helps to have a team and 
other women pushing you to be like, oh, no, it's cool that you don't know anything. I know a couple of things and we can yeah, piece together. Yeah, it's collaborative. Our... Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's picking up where other people, like, everybody has different specialties and something that they're, like, excel at that your partner or colleague might not have. So mm-hmm. being able to lean on other people for things that you might not be as experienced in is has been awesome. Yeah. One of the things, too, that, like, as far as the past and the future... LaShonda, when she revitalized the chapter, she did everything. So she was president. She was financial liaison. She helped with establishing collab brew days, like everything. So when we came into leadership for this year, it was really important to me to share that burden. Mm -hmm. But not just because it's too much for one person, but so that everybody feels like they have a place and a contribution. It's not just one person having to do everything or a couple people having to do everything, but everybody can feel pride in having a, a role. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tried to do that really early on. <laughs> so hopefully as our chapter just grows and grows, everyone that's in the chapter will feel like they really belong there and yeah. really can take pride in like their place. Do y'all want to talk a little bit about Beer de Femme? Is this the first time? Is this a, <laughs> a series? So it's a North Carolina festival that's hosted by... North Carolina Pink Boots chapters, like the city chapters. This will be its sixth year, 2023. It's been hosted in Charlotte before and Raleigh and Asheville. That all I would say have maybe more like robust brewing industries. The volume of breweries and cideries and everything in those cities is just like greater. So yeah, so it's the sixth year and we're really excited to welcome a lot of triad breweries this year. And we have a lot of great sponsors this year and live music and everything. But we're welcoming all these breweries and all the proce- proceeds, sorry, are going to uh, the proceeds. I haven't had a couple of beers. Um, all the proceeds are going back into the North Carolina Scholarship Fund for chapter members to be able to go and apply on the Pink Boots website and get Cicerone or like Steeple Institute or whatever scholarships to either grow their knowledge in a certain area or discover something new about strategy or whatever that they want to do. Yeah. So I guess that's like a general overview of what the festival is. You get to come and taste beers for five hours, which is also fun. (laughs) Yeah. We definitely try and give breweries who do have a Pink Boots member some preference. Preference. I don't know. I'm trying to think of preference. Yeah. Like just so that we can all. Yeah. Priority. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. (laughs) Just so that we can all come together and we're all obviously representing the same thing and working Mm -hmm. towards the same thing. It's a great networking opportunity. And there's also so many North Carolina breweries that do have women involved either in in the brewing industry or in the front of house where it's great to have them come in and see what it's all about and then potentially get new involvement in the nonprofit organization. Yeah. Yeah. Like those additional breweries that don't already have a Pink Boots member on staff that come and participate in Beer to Femme, it's a good way for them to understand what Pink Boots is about and be able to maybe visualize having someone on their staff be in pink boots and and for me personally like I go to a lot of beer festivals but this was the first like beer festival I went to where it was all women pouring Mm -hmm. which was really cool and quite a few of them were the head brewers of breweries so that's just a neat thing to go to where you're so used to going to beer festivals and it's all men brewers or it's all men pouring so to just look around and see all women it was pretty cool yeah. yeah. Say somebody from one of the breweries that hasn't heard of Pink Boots before. If someone comes to you and be like, why should I join and be a part of Pink Boots? What is your elevator pitch? 
I mean, it's kind of the catch-22 of, like, you need experience to get these roles, but, like, how do you get experience if you don't already have it? So I think something like Pink Boots, where you can go to collaboration brew days, or you can participate in even the planning of a festival, which takes a lot of skills in strategy or communication or any of these other subsets or hats that you have to wear. It's just a growth opportunity for any of their employees or people who are interested in joining the industry because breweries are such an interesting environment. They're about the beer, but I think a lot of breweries now are shifting into like being these communal spaces where Mm -hmm. you can do a lot of different things. Like you can have live music or you can have tournaments or I host events at Odin. I do bingo and I host a book club and everything. There are these spaces where people can be like creative and have all these different skills and put them to use. And I think Pink Boots is a way for people to gain those skills or strengthen those skills. I think the community hub thing is a good point and it has grown, I would say, in the past several years. People want that, especially coming out of a time where we couldn't hang out with anybody. It's nice to have that community coming back. Odin does a great job. There's always something going on, markets, and now Beard FM is coming too. And that's amazing for y'all amazing for your chapter to be able to take that on too yeah and to have it at your home spot i know it's a very yeah. it's slightly intimidating because <laughs> yeah. i'm like oh man this is like two separate parts of my life colliding but no I, odin is very excited to host it and it will be out in the beer garden and there will be between 20 and 22 breweries there we have Laura Jane Vincent playing during the day. And then we also have Taco Bros Food Truck is going to be there all day for us. We're going to have several different local vendors. All will be women in support of, obviously, the Pink Boots. But yeah, it's going to be awesome. And there's going to be a lot of really cool educational things going on. Like I said earlier, great networking. Also, everybody loves beer. <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> From one to six. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. We also have uh, some special tasting plan for the VIPs where they get to taste from limited bottles and stuff and mm-hmm. get a t-shirt. So, yeah, you can taste and then you can go into your little separate area and get some <laughs> extra stuff. Yeah. Extra fancy little things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited. Obviously, super grateful to Odin that they're hosting it. And I think the whole team of Odin has been really excited about that. But also, I think half of the representative breweries that are going to be there are from the triad. And I think we're maybe an area of the state that gets overlooked with breweries. So I think with people coming in from all over the state, knowing about the festival, I think it'll be good exposure for all those local breweries, too. So I'm excited for them to get their like day in the sun as well. Yeah. Greensboro does, I think, get overlooked a lot. And it's crazy. We're the third largest city in North Carolina. But everybody's like Charlotte, Asheville you think I mean, of Boone before you think of Greensboro and there's a handful compared yeah. to what we have here. We've got a great community of brewers in Greensboro. Bring it on. Bring it on. Bring home. them on in. We're ready yeah. for you. Come on to Greensboro. Come it's going to be great. <laughs> so you're talking about like two parts of your life intersecting. This is another part of my life, so I feel like I have to talk about it now because you just segued into it. <laughs> but I'm on the board for TBA for the Triad Brewers Alliance. So, oh, nice. yeah, it's exciting to see a lot of Triad breweries. And It'll be great be, to see yeah. everybody. It's going to be. It's a very diverse group that we have coming in. We also have some options that are for people who either can't have beer and prefer a gluten-free option, perhaps a less caloric option, something just different ladies thinking about all the the little little things things, you know (laughs) we've got options for everybody there will be some non-alcoholic options as well we've got some local sodas coming in for people who just want to come out and like maybe just support and be there and 
donate in some capacities. Who are some of the breweries that are going to be out of Odin? Oh, okay. Hannah, you can t- you, you've been uh, reaching out to a lot of them. Yeah, tell her. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know that I can name I them all off the top all of my head. I have the I have the oh, list. Ooh, I can good. absolutely name them all. Do you, would you like me to do it in a slow voice? <laughs> and I can do it. It's going to be like an announcing moment Odin. for everyone. <laughs> slow down. Do slow-mo for a second. Let's see. Fantastic. This is our interlude. All right. So obviously Odin, who will be hosting it, will also will have our own tent. South End Brewing Company, Ponysaurus, Angry Troll, Fiddlin' Fish, Troust, Catawba, Foothills, Little Brother, Incendiary, Steel Strings, Protagonist, Joymongers, Birdsong, Resident Culture, Hoptown Brewing, Replay Brewing, Ginger's Revenge, Pig Pounder, Goofy Foot, and I think think that narrow that's about all of them that's a good lineup though yeah there's there, several there's some, there are some more list. pending but right. i want to wait before i it's not out. official you can't give them yeah but there, anyway. but there could be some there could be some people coming up to surprise you we'll see right. i think yeah, you have to come to the list. festival to find out about those yeah ones. it's yeah. definitely a good list we have <laughs> the farthest person coming out is from Asheville, ginger's revenge which Love me some Ginger's Revenge. Oh, it's my <laughs> yeah. all-time um, favorite. Yeah, our rep has been so awesome good. in helping us communicate with getting them there. Steven, shout out to you. Love you. <laughs> Are they bringing the Arnold Palmer Ginger's uh, Revenge? God, I hope so. I can see. Because <laughs> If it they is don't amazing. bring it, I'm not Honestly, coming. Honestly, in the No, don't say that. <laughs> no, but we have, Make sure no. they bring it. <laughs> There's some awesome people, especially like helping out with VIP. Botanist and Barrel has offered nice. to give us a couple cases. Delirium is going to give us some really yeah, cool I'm excited. special edition bottles Ooh. which I'm really excited about yeah. and then we're possibly going to have some other options which I'll leave open ended uh, <laughs> you're going to have to buy a ticket to come and see like, what it like is. to leave them on a mystery wanting more yeah you're wanting yeah. Right. You, who knows what's going to be there yeah <laughs> we got special secrets up our sleeve I'm excited that's a great list of people from around the state from around the area I'm super excited and like super grateful to like everybody who's helped plan it. I want to shout out Megan and Carmen and uh, LaShonda and Kristen and everybody who am I missing? MG and MG. MG and TG have MG's done a ton of work. TG is helping us with vendors and stuff. And yeah, so everybody and Sarah from Odin, I think everybody is like putting in the amount of work that they have the capacity for. And it's just like everything that you know, has been done is definitely a joint effort and we wouldn't be here without everybody else working towards it. So really yeah, grateful yeah. to everybody else. Beer to Femme obviously is the big upcoming event. Yeah. But post Beer to Femme, are y'all working on any collaborations? Do you have any other events coming up for the rest of the year that people interested in pink boots would want to know? Oh no <laughs> more surprises. I haven't told them about it yet. <laughs> Oh, oh, so wow. apparently we do have a surprise. Yes, I was going to tell everybody at the meeting tonight. <laughs> yeah, one of an awesome, one of the awesome opportunities that Pink Boots offers is being able to go to these great events. But yeah, monthly we have been trying to do collabs with different breweries. We've mm-hmm. hit a lot of the local ones in the past year that we've had some connections with. So now I think it's going to be looking into expanding and introducing us as a chapter to different other ones out in different cities and potentially getting farther outside the triad and being able to yeah. create I think some going to white labs is on our wish yes. list the Asheville weekend yeah trip. yeah and white labs for sure just a, a new thing so every year 
Yakima hops gives us a hop blend, like a hop blend, but we're able to actually go through several different varieties of hops. Yeah, we get to do a hop rub and yeah. literally rub them between our fingers and smell yeah, them and, and smell get all them. the nice greenery yeah. attached <laughs> to our fingers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we and as each of us vote. Yeah, yeah so on we our as a chapter ones. go and vote and uh, submit our vote to the national chapter, and that's how we come up with the yearly hot blend that we use in every collab. Oh, yeah. dope! So yeah. that's coming up. We just got approved as a chapter to be sent that, so we're looking forward to that. That and will that's be sent for the in 2024 hot. Yes, blend. that will be for next oh, year, awesome. so it'll be right. a different hot blend. Yeah. See, I didn't yeah. know that that was a part of anything mm-hmm. either. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. working with the Akima Chief like. They are the ones that do it every year for Pink Boots. So yeah, they're a big sponsor of Pink Boots. But it's national. Neat that we each like each member of the chapter gets to have their input, and then you know that goes to national, and then from all of that, everyone's yeah. every chapter's votes. Then they come up with a unique blend every year. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. So it's every chapter votes, and then it's right. a collaborative blend yeah they pretty much they it's for that. everybody yeah, okay. yeah. For they like rank lab. they like do rank them like whichever ones rank the highest oh. they'll do like a blend of those yeah. fun statistics part of things that oh, i would never I love ever it. it's gonna yeah. set it up like a fantasy football bracket yeah, yeah. <laughs> it basically is gonna also be more Citra this year yeah <laughs> Going off of that, another thing that's a benefit of being a Pink Boots member is that you can often get free tickets or free admission into a lot of these great conferences that all these larger brewery organizations are putting on every year. We were lucky enough to go, was it last year? Yeah, last fall. Last year to Norfolk for the Craft Beer Professionals Conference. If I had not been able to get a free ticket, I wouldn't have been able to afford to go. So it's definitely a benefit of being a member for me i've been to one or two before but that was a, a large event yeah and to be going out of state yeah which was was super cool to me and to be able to meet people who are from all over the nation yeah I mean, it's awesome. yeah yeah and reconnect like we saw some other pink boots members from other chapters in north carolina chapters at that conference we had a pink boot meet up the first night of the conference so like a lot of the conferences you go to or like GABF, there's probably going to be a Pink Boots get together at awesome. some point during the conference. So that's pretty cool. Just little perks. Yeah. And I'm sure that makes the whole conference experience a lot less intimidating mm-hmm. just to have that. Oh, OK, at least I know that I can sit with her because yeah. she's got her Pink Boots stuff on. It's awesome We're to cool. have kind of a home base to go back to and to have people who at least are familiar with kind of what why you're there what you're there for and also it's nice to meet people who are in the same nonprofit organization but different chapters yeah and to be able to hear about their experience and their chapters yeah. in a different state yeah. or across the country whatever we have one in alaska which is cool, oh, cool. <laughs> how many breweries are in alaska there's one pink boots chapter in alaska. Oh, wow. i think but it's, it's like less than 20 i think i don't know I'm yeah just throwing but it's, out it's, a it's, random number <laughs> yeah less than 20 but it could be i would know but it's cool that even out in alaska we got something going on over there that's awesome i didn't know that until Someone from Pink Boots National told me recently. So I was like, wow. And I think it's also the idea that like, you know, if somebody was like led to Pink Boots, that maybe they share a similar experience to yours. Maybe not like being heard or like feeling totally listened to. Yeah. Heard or listened to. Good job, Molly. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like within the industry and probably like share that experience of having maybe bosses that look down on them or customers who were like, 
oh, I'm going to go talk to like the male bartender instead of you who's here and willing to help me out because I don't. Yeah, just like those shared experiences, I think are like really helpful and build that greater national community. Also, like coming off of that, that little one example you gave me that just maddened me (laughs) because as a woman in the okay, first of all, I am very lucky to work for a brewery where we are majority women. Yeah, we are women bosses and we kill it. And it's yeah. awesome. We've got two awesome taproom managers. We've got and y'all have really killer social media too. We do. Like MG, that's a always cracking up. <laughs> MG does that. Like I mentioned earlier, she's also part of our Pink Boots chapter as well. Yeah. And both of our taproom managers are part of Greensboro uh, chapter. But yeah, that's just a, even in a brewery where we have two, depending on the day, usually two male bartenders consistently goes up to four. And then eight women. Yeah. (laughs) It is frustrating, you know, as a woman to be there consistently and to to sometimes just be overlooked. And I don't even think that it's a conscious thing that they do. It's often that patrons go and they're like, she's not going to know what the hell she's talking about. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, try me. There's (laughs) a big assumption (laughs) that even within the industry, but definitely in the general public, if they look at a, a male bartender and a female bartender they're gonna assume that the male knows more about craft beer which is i love to just get the opportunity (laughs) to humble them yeah it's honestly great for me in the nicest way possible but i'm like let me tell you even more than you asked yeah (laughs) actually my my lord my house but it is it's so frustrating sometimes so i'm i'm not dumb yeah. Yeah. just because i have long hair and a couple of boobs like I'm a couple not stupid yeah. like i promise we're in this field because we at least know the bare minimum yeah. most of us who know much more hire? than that who would hire yeah. you if you i on, had a, a female like head brewer come and pick up an order the other day and she came with the truck i got her order on loaded it with the forklift she strapped it down i was like this is awesome. Women can do everything. Yeah. It doesn't need to be a whole conversation of, oh, you can work a forklift? Yes, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> it's just insane. We And this is something I think we've all experienced, at least working, all of those of us who have worked in the, the brewing industry specifically, obviously it's a male-dominated industry. Yeah. Obviously it's a, most of the time it's a white male-dominated yeah. industry. So women are the minority, but women of color specifically yeah. are such a minority and it's insane to me. When we were at Norfolk, Mm -hmm. there was an exercise that happened and it was an it was an exercise that everybody participated in men, women, non-binary people, everybody that was there were open to participating in this. Mm -hmm. And it was it was like talking about like privilege and also like safety in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And like, have you ever felt unsafe in a space because of your race or have you ever been asked specific questions about your body or something or even sexually assaulted in a workplace you know by the end of it I think there were maybe there were fewer than 10 black women in the room but like they were all standing out of a room of probably close to 200 people yeah yeah so it's like I'm a white woman I've like certainly like experienced my fair share of sexism haven't experienced racism but like you know just being able to be in an environment where you like make spaces to acknowledge like not only the struggles that people have had or instances where they haven't felt safe or have been like put down in situations. And it's just important to like highlight that and realize that there needs to be 
better standards of practice and just better attitudes in the industry. Right. It was absolutely a moment that for me gave me chills. Yeah. yeah. To, it's one thing to hear about it. It's one thing to see it with your eyes. Yeah. Right. And to look around and be like, oh, shit. Yeah. I hear about it and I'm aware of it, but to see it. Right. With your yeah, eyes yeah. and to be looking at people like in their face and just being like, damn, yeah. we need to do better. Like you said, we are all we're four white women sitting in a room together. We are in a, a place of privilege to be able to just talk about this in this format and even hold the positions that we do. Yeah. So it is important to use that privilege to spread the word and encourage people in underrepresented communities, no, you are welcome and we do want you here and we will yeah. do our part to protect you and make sure that whatever we can do to help, let's keep it moving. Yeah, I think like breweries are often seen as like kind of liberal, liberal quote unquote spaces, but like there's a lot of breweries out there that are very prejudicial, whether it comes to like sexual orientation or um, towards people of color or towards like non-binary people. I think like a flag up in your brewery is like one thing but like we need to like move towards making sustainable institutional mm. yeah. practices that like address the root of those things because it's yeah. not even though we're seen as maybe like a more liberal industry that's not always the case well, is and like, also just putting a flag in your window doesn't mean that's who you are and what yeah. your equate, like space reflects like you have to in put the work yeah, yeah you have to be what you're saying you are right. it's a nice thing to wave a flag or say yes everybody's welcome but if you are not being that person in your position of power then yeah. come on y'all but i think that's <laughs> Like the beer industry, but in crafts, like trades jobs in general, women and minorities, it's hard to find your place and even allow yourself to try those things. It's important that we start pushing ourselves and people who need it to say, no, yes, like you can do it and you should do it. If that's what you want, if that's your dream fucking go for it man yeah to um, bring that full, full circle it's great to see that pink boots number one exists it's it's an important place to have in the beer industry it's carving a space for us for other underrepresented communities who work in this community and i think that is so important and we're all really excited to celebrate with y'all at beer to femme and Try everything and hang out and <laughs> yeah, network yeah, with everybody. I don't mean to cut you up. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're <laughs> fine. I was going to say we're, um, we're getting close Yeah, I was just going to close okay. it out with we yeah. are excited about everybody coming to Beard of Him. I don't think I said the date or time. No, yet. no, no. So, so the Beard of Him this year will be September 2nd from 1 to 6 for VIP, 2 to 6 for general admission at Odin Brewing Company. 804 Westgate City Boulevard. Yep. yep. If you want to go online, you can go to beardofem.com. We also have Beardofem Instagram and Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. You can so, get your yeah. tickets on Eventbrite and yeah. And follow Pink Boots GSO. Yeah. yeah. Follow yeah. Pink Boots GSO. You'll see probably photos of us. You'll get to see the, <laughs> the faces of the people <laughs> who the are horses, yeah. screaming into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> whispering ASMR whispering, things. I'm whispering things. <laughs> <Follow> <laughs> I'd like to hear advice from each of you, something short and sweet to other women or underrepresented communities 
Oh, no. Yeah. You should have given this as our homework so we would be prepared. <laughs> no, I got it. Yeah. I like to just come up with things as I talk and hope it sounds good. So I'll okay, start. I think I have one. Oh, go uh, ahead, right. Tiffany. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, <laughs> I deal with a lot of very pushy people all day long on the phone, at text, email. And as a woman, stand your ground. You are in that position for a reason. If you work under an owner of a company or a boss, a manager, they have put you in that position for a reason. And they have put that trust in you. Know that you're there for a reason. Know that you have authority over what you say and just stand your ground when you are being pushed around by people that want everything right away (laughs) and want to steamroll you. And just remember that you ultimately don't answer to them you answer to yourself and you answer to the the industry and to your employer so that's something i have to deal with a lot every day (laughs) on to you molly okay i'm gonna very ungracefully shoehorn in a thank you to our sponsors before i give my advice because we should probably (laughs) thank our sponsors yeah because they're like making the they're making the festival possible and like for it to continue for years to come so Special thank you to Lalleman Brewing, who's our style sponsor this year, and they're like contributing a lot to make the festival possible. Also, of course, Odin Brewing and South End Brewing for contributing their staff and time and space to the festival. Reese Bottling and Canning, who you've done an episode with. Yeah. Try on <laughs> Epiphany, Craft Mall, Alpha Lit, and we might have others, but those are our big ones right now. So yeah. Thank I you. just got approval. Tap Hopper's going to oh, be tap a sponsor. Hopper. Yeah, hey. tap but I literally got the approval today. I'll throw that out there. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Yes. But yeah, thank you to all of them for making that possible. I guess my advice would be that you don't have to be like any one thing. Don't limit yourself to what somebody says. If you're a woman that you have to be like on the front of house side of things mm-hmm. or whatever, you can wear a lot of hats and do whatever you want and just like, don't be afraid about leaning into the people around you because I think people want to help each other out. So don't be afraid of asking for help. Mine is similar to Tiffany's. I should have gone first, but it's similar in a way. It's don't be afraid to be loud. Yeah. Obviously, respectfully. <laughs> yeah. <at> most times. <laughs> but know your worth and don't be afraid to ask for what you know and what you're worth. And if you know that you are more suited for a position or if you know that you're able to give more, don't be afraid to ask for more responsibility if you're obviously capable and able. And just take time and try and do better and increase in your field and mm-hmm. get the education that you can so that one day you can get to your plan. Yeah. I don't know how to say that <laughs> in more graceful yeah. terms, but yeah, <laughs> no, just don't be it. afraid to to speak out and ask for what you want. It gets you a long way. Being quiet is yeah not going to get you yeah. anywhere. So. Yeah. Well, awesome. Right. This is yeah. great. I'm looking forward to Beer Defense. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. We all are. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, you Bruce Rock, for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thanks, Adrienne. Thank you. <laughs> This was such a cozy little interview. Yeah, but I know. It's perfect. I'm sorry. Are we on? Are we being videotaped? I felt like we were just talking. (laughs) Oh, no. We're good. We'll cut. No, we haven't been recording this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Thanks again to Hannah, Tiffany, and Molly from Pink Boots Greensboro for this amazing chat. If you're interested in supporting the Pink Boots Society or just learning more about their organization, visit www.pinkbootsociety.org. 
You can find Beer to Femme tickets on Eventbrite as well, so go ahead and get yours today. I know we'll be there September 2nd. Cheers, and we'll catch you next week.